Hello, my ladies, my gays, my theys, and the men who get it. I am back with Chesco. Hi. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we're back and we're talking more about this nice guy and all of his voice notes. And we're about to go to the seventh circle of hell to see where this story ends up. So uh, buckle up and uh, let's continue the voice notes. Are you ready? Let's do it. <laughs> okay. We're vomiting. Everything's fine. Right, yeah. Let's just let him. He's word vomiting, um, so it's fine. But uh, yeah, no, your bio is just there was so much intentional effort put in. And honestly, the more I scroll down in the pics, I'm like, this does not match up. I don't want to sound like an asshole. Like attractive people can also be interesting and funny, but it's it's just incredibly rare. I speak uh, speak for myself because I'd like to consider myself one of those. Yeah, he's he is one of the rare ones. So he's <laughs> he's attractive and rare. He was making a point right there was like, oh, this doesn't, this never happens. Having said that, I am one of those rare ones, <laughs> as are you. And look at, we can be two of these rare birds yep. that can get together. Look how lucky you 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 are to yeah. have found another rare individual just like you. He, yeah, he literally could not compliment her without complimenting himself. Mm -hmm. Everything he's saying about her, yeah, is very clearly manufactured to be a, a way of him selling himself as yes. well. Yes. Yeah. He's like, here's a compliment mm -hmm. that I'm actually going to use to compliment myself. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, let's let Kate Blood and him talk. What the fuck? <laughs> I was like two minutes into one and it was awesome and funny and I was so proud of it. And then someone called me again about a gig this evening. And it's like, you know, that thing where your friends know you're busy or you're on a date or something. And then that's when they decide to call. Jeez. Okay. Who does I just one sec. Who does that? Like if I send a voice message to someone and it gets deleted, mm -hmm. I would just be like, okay, well I'll just start right. where I left off. And instead right. he's like, Oh my God. Like, Ugh. Call the call the press. Right, he is so confident that this is a really impressive thing about him. Yes, because and like once again, spoiler: this comes up so many more times. Yes, uh, in in this, like from, from what I remember, I haven't listened to this since your original videos, but like if I remember correctly, this is like this repeated selling point of how impressive it is that I am. And can you imagine if she wasn't impressed by it? Like, how would he take that? I think that's reality. <laughs> I think the reality yeah. was she wasn't impressed yeah. by it. But right, like, right. I just think it's so funny that, because because wh what happened there is he literally, like, did a voicemail with someone called. It got lost. He had to start over. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, like, the yeah. fact that he felt he needed to say, oh, dude. It's like the guys who talk about a gift they didn't give you. Like, I've had multiple guys do that. Like, I had a guy one time be like, Oh, I was going to take you on this really great date. I had all these plans and then like, but it got too hot and I couldn't take you. And it's like, are you asking for credit for a date that didn't right. happen? He's like, oh, I just loved you the best voice message. You would have loved it. You would have fallen in love with me for sure, for sure, hundred percent. But oh, it's gone. It's like, dude, just, just move on. Like why you mm. want credit for a voice message you didn't even send. Bye. Yes, but I want to, I want to call myself out here. I'm, I'm trying to reflect on my own, like dating times too <laughs> and i think i think about like because i used to be like a, a this is me this is me i was a touring slam poet uh and so i would of do like these poetry are. shows <laughs> i know uh and and i always thought that was such a cool thing to know about me and the funniest thing about my wife is she did not give a shit <laughs> about that i remember thinking this is cool right you'll like it that. is and cool she was like well i mean and, and she, it's not to say that she wasn't happy for me that i liked it <laughs> but that was not a selling point for her. And I, I remember thinking in my mind, I was like, you, wait, you like me? 
despite because I think in my yes. and it's this is more of a, a self like a deprecating thing but I was like in my mind well this is this is all I have right this is this is my cool thing and if you don't like my cool this is my thing um and uh and so I do think I understand the the willing like wanting to lead with with uh your sure. cool thing you think women like but it's like I said the package but it's also like just look at the way you responded to that your thing was like right. oh god you don't like my thing like and then you thought you looked within yourself mm-hmm. this guy instead is like oh if you don't like my thing if you don't appreciate how great i am you right so there's right. a difference in reaction <laughs> yeah. per our previous this is, this conversation. is such a clear reflection of how amazing i am yeah. if you don't understand that if you're not willing to put the effort yeah yeah Good like point. cue mm-hmm. his comment on the uh I don't take breadcrumbs when I'm looking for a sandwich. It's the idea that if someone isn't like in alignment or doesn't see it the way you see it, they're an idiot. It's like the right. it's like comedians who are like, God, the audience is dumb. The audience is dumb. They didn't laugh <laughs> right. at my jokes. It's like, well, maybe yeah. you should have adjusted your jokes. You right. know, that's that's the vibe I'm getting. Yeah, absolutely. I bet he says that about <laughs> like crowds when he plays shows. Like that was a bad crowd. They did they didn't oh, cheer yeah, enough. They... <laughs> God. All right, here he goes again. He's still going. Jesus Christ. We'll, uh, we'll take it as a good sign. Um, so I don't know if I'm repeating myself, but yeah, no, your bio was just the bee's knees. I mean, listen, top three in like the hundreds or thousands I've seen, it was just, I don't know. I'm a very good judge of character and you just seem like my kind of person. And I'm not saying we're star-crossed lovers. I don't know you and you don't know me, but um, generally the bios hurt my brain and make me think that maybe I should just try the other sex or not talk to people anymore. And yeah, it was it was ridiculous. So generally women's dating profiles are so bad to him. Are so reprehensible. So obnoxious, so life alteringly bad that it makes Why can't they be as cool as as all these guys? I know. (laughs) I like guys. (laughs) But the idea is like that women's bios are so bad, Mm. it makes him want to be gay Mm -hmm. or never date again. That seems like a interesting statement. Right. And it's not just not just a few in his words, the thousands, thousands. which I'm like, you're on dating sites too often then too if you're much, looking yeah. at thousands. Yeah. Ugh. Again, dig deep with that. Just a woman's bio not being what he likes makes him want to be gay or never date again. Think right. about what this man would be like in a relationship. Think about right. if he was irritated. What goes back to the the whole point of this isn't finding someone you like. It's the conquest again. It's yes. it's this is this is me finding something that I can show off to the guys Worthy. that I actually like. Yeah. Yeah. So like so my buddies can be like, hey guys, look what look I got. Cool she is. Do you do you like me now? Am I am I man enough for you? <laughs> yeah. Is this Andrew? cool? Do you do I get you get me thumbs up now? Tate, yeah. you down? Tate, is this good? Yeah. <laughs> God, it's just ugh, ugh, ugh. Okay. Keep going. I, I honestly wouldn't even swipe on someone that lived in Brantford, but I meant what I said. Like, I think the world would be a better place if you and I were friends, if nothing else. So I fully accept how strange and unconventional this is. I just, I got a vibe and I figured I got to go with it. I was like in a really good mood that day. I don't know. <laughs> I'm totally winging it. But um, yeah, a lot of my close friends are women. Gotta love that segue out of nowhere. <laughs> just literally <laughs> just talk about something else. And then, yeah, well, you know, a lot of my friends are women. <laughs> You know, a lot of my a lot of my close friends. Just in case, just so you know, yeah. It came out of nowhere. Yeah, this is so off the cuff. Uh, yeah. I know. <laughs> also, can I, what is this? Why? What's wrong? I don't know where Branford is, but like, why? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Branford. <laughs> He's in 
insulting where she lives. You know, right, that's such a weird way to like, man, everyone that lives where you do is horrible. <laughs> Their profiles are terrible. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. Also, like he's he like apologizes. And um, mm. I don't know about you, but when it comes to apologies for me, if you apologize and then continue the behavior and I will I will give you the receipts on the length of this behavior. Uh, and yet you continue to do it. I don't think you're sorry, and I don't think you're right. embarrassed. No, this is this is very clearly a showcase. Yes. Just in case, I want you to know that I know this is this is weird and quirky. Right. I'm so sorry, but I, I know you'll probably like it. Though. You're so <laughs> special. I had to do this. Mm-hmm. Like I know it's mm-hmm. and again, like talking about red flags. Like the flag here is he knows that he's being inappropriate. He knows mm-hmm. that it's bad and he does it anyways. Like if you didn't know the full story, you would be like, oh, like he knows it's weird. He's not acting like it's not weird. The the rhetoric that he uses, it's it's because it's it's what you were saying. It's not creepy, it's quirky, right? It's not it's not creepy, it's silly. It's excited. I'm acknowledging that in a normal world, this may make, make me look like a serial killer, <laughs> but that's just because I love you so much, baby. We are doing the world a disservice by not knowing each other right now. (laughs) Literally, I wish that you were being like extreme in that language. I wish you Mm -hmm. were just exaggerating, but Mm -hmm. he says that exact thing. The world would be a better place if we were friends. Yikes. Okay, let's keep going. (laughs) And everyone unfortunately has a couple stories of having to block someone's number or an ex just won't leave them alone or going to the cops. Dude, I've had to block a few numbers of crazy people that didn't know they were crazy. So I really, really apologize sincerely if this in any way like triggered that or it was weird or whatever. Uh, Kelsey, that's the furthest thing from my intention. I just wanted to say howdy and I figured if I talk like an idiot, you'd probably feel like I did after I looked at your bio. So um, yeah, I'm trying to put myself in your shoes now. What would I want to know if I was Kelsey? Oh, okay. It's not fair. You've seen mine, or sorry, I've seen yours, and you have not seen mine. If you want, I will screenshot my Bumble bio. I'm quite proud of it. I think it's pretty fucking good. It represents me well. And um, what else would I want to know if I was you? Gee, I'm like six feet tall, um, pretty damn handsome. I'd give me like a seven. No, like a seven and a half out of ten looks wise. I mean, to my knowledge, no one has dated me for my abs or my hair. I'm guessing it's because I'm funny and honest and clearly very humble and go to therapy and emotionally intelligent. Ah. Yeah, he he went there. He oh. went there. It's like every single like he's so clearly uh this this actually reminds me a lot of the whole um uh the Jonah Hill situation, the whole oh my God. The, the language. He's done his research. Right. Right. And he's like, here, let me make sure you know that I and I'm gonna say these things right here to show off that I'm not the the kind of person that would uh, that you don't want to be with. Ugh. like I'm I'm emotionally intelligent. I go to therapy. It's like it's yeah. not working. Um we yeah. your therapist needs needs a call. And also yeah. here's the thing though. It takes a very special therapist to understand what they're dealing with when it comes to someone who has a completely skewed perspective of the world. So mm-hmm. there are people that can go to therapy narcissistic people for example not that i'm saying he is one because i don't Mm -hmm. have the credentials to say that but i'm saying if he was one Mm -hmm. it's very common that they will go into a therapist and because they're 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 not reliable narrators i've talked about that before but like they're not giving the therapist the full story they're not hearing any of the other perspectives and so it's actually pretty easy for someone 
to go into an office of a therapist who maybe doesn't understand the situation and get therapy without ever addressing Mm-hmm. that they're seeing the world wrong like they're seeing the mm-hmm. world not as others are seeing it and not seeing how they're treating people so if you hear someone's going to therapy that's awesome but mm-hmm. maybe figure out why they're going to therapy because it doesn't necessarily mean that right. it's for a good reason and like there's a uh her name is dr Romani. she's a expert in narcissism and one of the things she says is if narcissists go into therapy it's often because they want to know why the world is so cruel to them and why everybody else mm. has a problem, how to deal with everybody else being wrong. Mm. So just knowing that there are people that are in therapy who aren't getting the right help, the therapist probably isn't giving them the, the mm-hmm. advice they need because they don't have the full picture and they aren't in therapy for good reasons, like right. healthy reasons. So like if you hear someone say they're in therapy, like that's awesome. And like, I'm sure mm-hmm. 95% of the time it's good, but just right. know it doesn't mean they're emotionally intelligent. It doesn't mean they're they're healed. It doesn't mean they're mm-hmm. not going to be harmful to you. And especially if they're using the language, often they are weaponizing it. So just right. a heads up. Right. I also don't, I don't believe this guy actually goes to that. <laughs> I don't want to like, I, I, cause it based on everything else that he said, it just, it feels like it's or or if he did it was so that he could tell people he went to therapy like he went to a therapist one time or if he does go it's so he can get more tools that he can use in conversations like this yeah oh god and, and maybe not that could be the one genuine thing uh in inside of this in, this thing but it's yeah. he's he's not far along in his journey if this is mm-hmm. how he's treating women like we have we have more to do Right, right. And it's very clear that he's using whatever he, maybe he is learning in there, but he's yes. using it and, and really- For nice. evil. <laughs> yeah, honestly. We got to keep going because God, sure. we're, it's taking us forever to get through this man. And we still have to say <laughs> the rest of it. Okay, here. Right. Um, yeah. You know, I'd say seven and a half, maybe even an eight. I'm feeling really good lately. I got a tan. I'm up to like 80 second side planks. I hate them, but they're totally worth it for the core. And um, big feet. So you know what that means, baby doll? Big socks. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Big feet, baby doll. Can I just say, it's, it's the combination of him trying to sound modest. Yes. Immediately followed by the least modest sentences. Yes. <laughs> I'm a seven, maybe a seven. Oh, look at me. I'm not saying I'm a 10. I'm not saying I'm a nine. I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm basically just, just slightly above average. Now let me tell you. I'm packing. Oh. And again, because he's a nice guy, he can't say mm-hmm. I'm well endowed. He has to yeah. say I have big feet. So mm-hmm. You know what that means? Big socks. Baby Dad jokes. Doll. Baby doll. Oh. It's the way it rolls off the tongue for yeah. me. The baby doll. Mm-hmm. That makes my skin crawl. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, so it's like, it's like, yeah. let me say a dad joke to tell you I'm well endowed because mm-hmm. I need you to know that, but I don't want to sound you weird. Need, I, you need to know, because that's also all that matters. Right? Oh, 100%. That's what, <laughs> yeah. that's what ladies want. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Just ask, yeah. just ask Tate. Okay, here we go. <laughs> what else? I feel like I didn't tell you enough about the bio too. That shrug emoji was just, if nothing else, the fact that like you look like a Disney princess and you use that, I'm like, F- it, I got to talk to her. So, um, 
Oh, I was definitely getting strong Kirsten Bell vibes, too, and she's awesome. I don't know if you listen to her husband's podcast, Armchair Expert, with Dax Shepard. It's quite the reference, but I have a feeling you might know what that is. One of my favorite episodes, actually, um, is it Lauren Graham that plays Lorelai? She was on there. Anyway, I am um, all over the fucking place, as is my my job. Uh, But I'm sitting here, a middle-aged guy in his car with the AC on and a SpongeBob shirt, and I would call this, like, the technological version of, you know, when, like, Noah stops Allie in the notebook, and he's like, I just, I have to talk to you when I see something I want to. (laughs) yes i just made a notebook reference was also was that is lorelei is that a gilmore girls reference 100 percent. he likes to okay so we heard notebook we heard uh notebook spongebob it's also it's all of these also like very clearly like look at the stuff look at the the popular culture that i'm into yeah i'm quirky (laughs) ignore ignore the fact that i also follow andrew tate and (laughs) peterson i didn't tell you that yet (laughs) that's just later I just the idea of him being like, I mean, you can tell how rehearsed it is because there's mm-hmm. no gap when he's like, mm-hmm. I just feel like Noah in the notebook, which also so many people have told me I need to watch and see if he's a nice guy. But I'll do that at a la- later date because <laughs> yeah. I've never seen it. So I know it's shocking. I either, yeah. OK, we'll have to go through it. But yeah. <laughs> the fact that he's like, yes, I did just make a notebook reference. <laughs> yes, I am that guy. Yes, I okay, am yeah. that special and funny. It's like. Mm-hmm. We get it. We get yeah. it. You're a, you're a romantic. You're a cool guy. You're not like other guys. Like, oh my god. I don't know. I think maybe I was wrong after hearing this whole thing. I think he might be. <laughs> you're on the other side now. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm being a total idiot right now. So if nothing else, I figured you'd have a laugh and a smile, and you could make fun of me to your friends. I don't know. Now you have a solo podcast for a guy that makes like six grand a month on a microphone, being an idiot. I'm sorry, I don't normally bring up money, but I feel like I created my job out of thin air and like I just submitted my 2022 taxes and shit's been getting so much better the last few years. So I'm quite proud of it. That wasn't me trying to uh, impress you though with money. I've got way more impressive shit than that. Uh, I just slipped out. Just again, the humble and then immediate, Mm -hmm. like ridiculously overconfident. He's like, I make $6,000 a month. I'm I'm not bragging about money. Uh, I mean, I have way more cool things to brag about than that. I have literally, that is honestly the first time I've ever heard someone do, I'm sure it happens. I'm sure this yeah. isn't, he's not the only one, but like to like casually drop in yes. your monthly salary into into a conversation. and then, Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And then to like belabor talking about a little, just to make sure that you heard it. Yeah. And you yeah. understand where it comes. Yeah. That is just, that's so weird and then i have i'm not bra- i'm not bragging about that i have way cooler shit than no. that it's like yeah so i'm not bragging let me just brag immediately oh uh, all right let's keep going we're, we got to get through this we're never gonna make yeah. it yeah no go ahead still be friends anyway um yeah i'm all over the place but uh you look like a goddamn disney princess the bio completely floored me i felt like it was written by a friend or something i just got like strong like fellow neurodivergent super cool um gregarious happy person vibes and uh yeah so listen i'm an open book you probably figured that out like six overshares ago if you have any questions for me please hit me don't be shy uh, if you want i'll share my bio i feel like it's unfair that you know i've seen yours and you haven't seen mine i'm quite proud of my bio yeah, no kidding, dude. You've only mentioned yeah. it 105 times. Well, it's it's also, we talked about it a little early. He's so clearly confident that the only reason they didn't match was because she didn't, she didn't, she must have missed it. She yeah, must have overlooked this catch uh, of a perfect person. <laughs> it's it's the confidence 
of everything about him being perfect. Yes. Uh, and, and combined with him trying to guarantee that he is also very humble. And, oh, you're probably going to make fun of me, of me, this perfect musician guy that makes good money and watches all your favorite movies and uh, goes to therapy. But um, I know you're probably just going to mock me uh, to your friends. I guarantee, though, if she gave pushback and was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that was really embarrassing. He would be like, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. What? You're one of those bio Yeah. But you, why would you you use the shrug emoji? Your bio is shit, actually. Now that I think about it, mm, I just thought you were hot. I, yeah, the fact that and he, you're you're only like a seven two. You're like you're like Tinkerbell, where it's like not really a Disney princess. Actually, screw you. How many times did he say, "I'll send you my bio"? Like, yeah, we get it, dude. We get. Yeah. I wish I had a copy of the bio just to be like it's. And it's it's also it's the innu- it's a very clear innuendo too of you see I've seen yours but you haven't seen mine yeah ew. Like the, the wording of it too yeah. is just gross. I'll show you yeah. yours if you show me mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, yeah. hey, any of my uh, fellow neurodivergent people out there, mm-hmm. you're you are a hundred percent target a target of somebody like this. Like mm-hmm. if uh, emotionally abusive people, narcissistic people, like. That is a thing that they go for. Like it's a lot for a lot of reasons. Like I'll, I'll just give you an example. Like, uh, like an ADHD person who has a hyperfixation uh, may confuse a narcissist who is love bombing them as as mm-hmm. sharing that fixation. Right? Like when you come in with an intense energy, that's just one example. Uh, but it's very easy to confuse toxic behavior for neurodivergent behavior and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So just know if you're neuro. Like I, I was the same way. Like. And I feel the same with like queer people. You know, it's like when you hear that word, you're like, oh my God, mm-hmm. you're like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they are not actually. Sometimes right. they are targeting someone like that uh, to, and mm-hmm. they want your guard to be down. So they're saying, oh yeah, me too. And so that you'll also forgive yes. uh, as well. Oh, you know what? I all, You're right. I also do that sometimes. Yes. Oh yeah, I, I do, you know, do exactly what you're doing. Okay. Sure. Okay. This is this is just a. I'm. You're like me. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And and we are. You know, I, as someone who was also neurodivergent. <laughs> um. But I I hundred percent in my real life give people the benefit of the doubt. Yes. Way too often. And yes. you've talked about the, the whole nice guy. Be, just because I'm like, well, I'm always constantly thinking about. Yeah, I guess I do that. Oh, okay. Well, maybe. Okay. Well, I wouldn't want someone to judge me if I did that too. Yes. And I, or I hate when people get mad at me or or look at me weird when I yes. do that 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 quirky quote unquote thing too. Yeah. And so we're we're so much more willing to just like and and to weaponize it in that way is once it's another word we've used again. It's just gross. Yeah. And it's yeah. also like speaking from my own experience, I think people who mm-hmm. are neurodivergent, um, one, uh, are very introspective. Like we're always looking at our own behavior and questioning mm-hmm. our own behavior because we're so used to having to do that. Like, oh, mm-hmm. is that appropriate? Or, or like, oh, is that a, a is that a normal thought for me, or is that an anxious thought? You know, right? We're always looking at our behavior, and so it's very easy for a manipulative person to then be like, like that's not real. Like you're just being anxious, or like you're just being moody, or like maybe you're just depressed. Like if you are one that looks within a lot, um, they mm-hmm. can weaponize that. Or, or in my experience, anyways. Absolutely. Ugh. I love it. We're like serious and then like not. Yeah. 
Okay. So I, I just want to throw that out there though, because it genuinely concerns me because I've, I've had mm -hmm. it used against me and, and I don't want anyone to, to have that. So, okay, mm -hmm. let's keep going. And um, yeah, for the 80th time, I apologize if this was weird uh, or like gave you any bad vibes. That's not my intention. Um, yeah, I got to drive home now because I got to go sing at a bar in Mississauga and I have four more gigs this weekend and it hurts to talk. So <laughs> I'm sitting here in my car like a jackass. And uh, yeah, I hope that all made some kind of sense. And if nothing else, please take the sincere compliment. I've seen hundreds of shitty bios, probably thousands, and yours was easily top three. The only reason I'm not giving you number one is because then it would seem like I'm lying. But I'm a very genuine, honest person. And uh, yeah. Actually, on my way home, I'm going to go to the park and feed the ducks. My favorite swan couple, Mr. Plump and Mr. Plum and Mrs. Plumfet, they just had babies a couple weeks ago. So, like, I'll run up and they recognize me and the babies are squeaking. The hierarchy of, like, waterfowl cute babies, it goes swan babies, then ducklings, and then goslings. But, um, yes, I may or may not do that four to seven times a week. I'm a huge animal lover. Dogs are better than cats. Cats suck. Sorry if you have cats, but I'm sure your cat is cool. And, uh, yeah, take the compliment. Anyway, uh, apologies if this totally like, intruded on your day opposite of my intention. And, uh, yeah, your bio was awesome. I mean, there's a couple other assets I noticed, too, but I cannot mention them without sounding like a boy. So I'm just going to leave it alone. I'm sure you've worked very hard to be in the shape you're in. But goddamn, lady. God damn, I would not kick you out of bed for eating crackers. So I figured if you are half as funny as you seem to be and half as cool as I got from that bio, I would say howdy. Um, yeah. All right. Hope this made you laugh and smile. And uh, you have a fantastical day, Kelsey. Cheers. <clears throat> so here's a fun question. Which did you find more offensive? The sexualizing her, talking about her body and kicking her out of bed? Or the freaking story about the swans? <laughs> <laughs> the Mr. and Miss Plumfet. I was oh oh crap, I forgot to throw this other thing I that know. I previous, I made sure to remember, you know, that I have names for them, that I I, I feed ducks, because that's once again another cool Quirky unique thing. thing about me four to seven uh, times a week. Every day, bro. Every day you feed the geese. I don't think so. Also, uh most people on my TikTok, there is a general consensus that there are no ducks. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. There's <laughs> no swans that never happen. <laughs> like, I don't I can't. Uh. Honestly, I feel like the 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 swans is worse because it's so weird. It's like, yeah. it's like, what does a quirky guy say in a rom com? Yeah. Like, what does a quirky guy do? He feeds the ducks. He loves animals. He names them. Uh, they recognize me. No, they don't. Mm -hmm. They know you have some type of food. No, they don't. Sir, wasn't there also the whole the hate of cats too? Wasn't there a uh, there was like a study that talked about like yes. hatred of cats is tied to to misogyny. There's like yeah, to two, misogyny. two points of it are um that I've heard mm -hmm. uh are one being that a cat is a generally uh thought of a feminine animal. So just off mm -hmm. the bat, women have cats, men have dogs, but cats have very strong and clear boundaries. Mm -hmm. A cat's not just gonna come up and love on you. Most cats uh, are not gonna right. just gonna come up and love on you. They you earn their trust, you earn their love. And if they don't like you, they will walk away. And mm -hmm. uh, misogynists don't like boundaries. And so a lot of them don't like cats. So red flag, cats yeah, are red. Already, <laughs> and like, like I said, and, and it's it's one of those things, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound like a broken record, where by itself doesn't right. always mean something, but we combine with everything yes. else, yeah. Also, Kelsey has a cat, <laughs> if not more than one. <laughs> She's like, uh, I oh own cats. Oh, my God. Um, that makes it so much worse. <laughs> and, like, saying, like, how hot she is, I don't want to sound like a f 
fuckboy. You yeah. have assets. Like, ew. Yeah. I, I need, I, I've gone this entire 10 minute rant yes. without commenting on your body. And I'd I got to get it in. I have to let you know that I noticed. And I want to have sex with you. And yeah. we're in bed together in this scenario. Wouldn't I wouldn't kick, kick you out of bed. Out of bed. Crackers. What the hell phrase is that too? Grand- a grandpa bed. phrase. Like, <laughs> was this 1950? Like what? Why are you eating crackers you in bed? saltines in bed with me anytime, <laughs> It's just like ew, like everything about that's it is what he's so taking repulsive. to the park to feed the the ducks in this. Oh one. my god, he's he's like, let me feed the ducks it's and then all get on connected. in bed. It's inter- It's one thing he likes to do seven days. Um, also, oh. don't feed ducks bread; it's bad for them. Right, public service right. announcement. I just I just read about that the other day. <laughs> it's just like it's so offensive. It's so gross. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's get to the finale of this. Lord knows we've right. talked enough. Okay, so. How this all unfolds is Kelsey, upon receiving this nightmarish monologue podcast, solo podcast from a nice guy, puts it on Twitter. She literally is just like, men, don't do this. Don't find women on dating apps and then find their social media. It's an it's an invasion. Like basically just like, please don't do this. Upon posting this, she starts getting flooded with comments and messages saying, I too have been approached by this man. I too have received this message. I too was sought out after he found me on social media. And we're not, I mean, I may bring you back to read the other ones, but there are like, this is a pattern from this man. This man does the same exact thing. He finds women on dating Mm -hmm. sites. He finds their social media. He literally copy and paste that shrug emoji message and changes what type of day it is. Like it may be a chilly Sunday afternoon. It may be a bright Friday evening. Like, oh, I guess the evening wouldn't be bright, <laughs> but he just changes like a couple words, but it's the identical messages and mm-hmm. everything he says in that voice note, he says to other women, like he brings up Disney princess on multiple occasions, the foot joke, the size of his feet, um, Gilmore girls, like, all of the things that he said to her is a script that he Mm -hmm. has been doing over and over and you know i think one of the first ones that got brought up was like 2021 and it's like oh my god this is so horrifying he's been Mm -hmm. doing it for a couple years when it's all said and done he's been doing this since 2016. well and that's why it sounds like because i used to be a tour guide and this is where I was trying to figure out why this felt so familiar, what he was doing. And it's like when I when I, I was a campus tour guide and when I would go to different spots, I'd have my list of things that I would have to go over. And it was never memorized, but right. it was the same. It was the same speech roughly every single time. And I would throw stuff in it. That's it. It, it yep. exactly felt the same way. Here's a tour of me. Yes. Let me give you all the highlights. Yes. Let's see where this goes. And let's see if any of those stick. And he does the same thing where he's like, oh, I don't even, this is so weird. I never do this. This is so mm-hmm. like, and that's what I'm talking about when, how like disingenuine and scary this guy is because he comes off, even though it's weird and creepy, like it does come off like he really liked this girl. But in almost all of these 
almost mm-hmm. all of these conversations that he's forcing on women, he says things about your bio was so amazing. I couldn't help but find you. And like, then he just like inserts something about their bio that's unique. And then the spiel continues where he says the same things. He brings up, you know, mm-hmm. stereotypical things women like, like uh, the notebook. He, Gilmore Girls is one of his favorite go-tos. He'll bring up his mother. What a great relationship he has with his mom, how he has female friends. Like he's hitting the same talking mm-hmm. points and there's like and i guarantee you the i never do this was a later edition i'm very self-aware that this could come off as creepy but it's not it's just that you're so amazing yes unlike all the other women that i i, I would not Can't forgive stand. myself and what a compliment if that was true right in, in a if weird way because if that were true like it's still it's still not something you should do it's theoretically forgivable yes where you're like oh well because that could be in the and everyone romanticizes things when you're yes. dating and you're like oh this could be a cute story mm-hmm. that we tell our kids one day about you know their father taking a chance right on a whim for this thing but no it's all it's all a matter of it's all formulated it's all something that he has very clearly been working on since literally 2016. Fine tuning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, so just so you know, there were times it was effective. There were women who Mm -hmm. believed, uh, and just some examples of what he's like in real life. Um, a girl went to dinner with him and she said that it was exactly like the voice notes where he just talked over her the entire time. Mm -hmm. He didn't care to hear what she had to say. He was aggressive with her. Another girl actually met him at the uh, lake where he feeds, oh, you no. know, the plumfets, whatever. Uh-huh. And he like they were having a conversation and then he kept using the R word. He kept saying that 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 word over and over. And I think she she either had a, a relative or she was in a profession where she dealt with people with developmental issues. And so she called him out. She was like, dude. Yeah. What the heck? Is this 2001 in, in yeah, high school? I know. Like, is this like... Yes, she, she was super put off. And wow. um, she said that when she called him out, he went on a rant about how she was a feminist, like a psycho feminist and how the patriarchy is not real. And she kept asking him to leave and he wouldn't. And she eventually like had to run away from him because she he was she was like, please leave me alone. Please go away. Like, I'm done with this conversation wow. now. And she had to like run. She bolted. And I think at the dinner conversation, the one I was saying, he like started ranting about Andrew Tate, how he's misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so you ha- like you can see how these behaviors get worse and worse. You can see how. In that phone call, he has no resistance. He has no pushback. And he's cussing women. He's saying, go f- yourself to nobody. So right. now you had a woman with real her own thoughts and her own feelings. He's getting aggressive, right? We have two instances where he's getting aggressive with them when they're doing anything he doesn't like. And eventually, because Kelsey was willing to share her story and all mm. these stories came out, then all these crimes also came out, which were not publicly right. sh- disclosed. Uh, there is now a police report that has been filed against this man with multiple crimes that include grooming, that include harassment, stalking, and even sexual assault. Mm-hmm. So that is the culmination of what ha- what this guy is capable of. And I think it's so important to see someone who's a nice guy who, when we start the story, you, you may be giving him the benefit of the doubt. When I posted the first story, there was lots of comments mainly from men, (laughs) 
mm-hmm. were like, okay, he doesn't sound that bad, but he's just quirky, but he's just this, but he's just that. And then as we progress with all these other voice notes and calls and encounters, we start to see this man is dangerous. This is why sharing stories is so important. This mm-hmm. exact thing, because she shared her story. And, and I understand people can't always share their stories. Like if it's not safe, if you're not comfortable, hundred percent, like that's not what I'm saying. But when we do share our stories, because Kelsey shared her story, all these other people felt brave enough to also share their story. And right. now this man has a, a report filed against him and is potentially facing charges for his horrible behavior and hopefully mm-hmm. will not do that again or will be prevented from doing that again. And because and I think a lot of people think that, oh, well, what does it matter? Right. What do 100%. I matter? And so and so you're right, though, if you are in a position where you are safe to do so and where you are comfortable doing so, then your voice absolutely does matter your story does matter and and we have such unparalleled access to people compared to any other time in human history um that that it it matters to an even greater level um than it could be but you do always always have to ask yourself are you prepared for if it if if what you felt is correct make sure you're in the right mental headspace make sure sure you are emotionally ready sure. for the what could happen from it because that's also important yeah oh 100 mm-hmm. um but if you are if you are in that space like it's important and it's mm-hmm. i mean she had no she had no you can tell by her original post she had no idea how mm-hmm. bad this guy was she just was like don't do this and then to find out like through sharing her story how bad it was how much he was doing it and the length and the depths to which this guy was because for her it was just like some annoying facebook messages hmm. um it's, and even it's, even if even if it didn't turn out to be this whole you know long feed there's definitely still it's not like he's the only one's ever done this right, right? right. and you're and there's going to be people that gain value in knowing they're not alone that mm-hmm. oh my ick feeling from this person that oh maybe he was just a really nice person and I'm overreacting to it, but then hearing that somebody else also got an ick feeling from also this very similar thing can be can be very comforting. It can be can be very cathartic. It felt very empowering to me to see this story, to see all these women like the first woman telling her story, all these other women from all over the place, and like she was also getting a lot of just validation from others, like supporting mm-hmm. her. She talked a lot about that feedback that she was getting and how empowered she also felt by it, and just seeing everyone come together in unison to support each other and to also be like, "Dude, no!" Like we're we're mm-hmm. calling this out. We're gonna do something about it. As awful as the story is, I love that you know these these women were empowered and emboldened to to do something about it. Um, when they realized what a problem it was. And and also just a reminder, it's like when you have stories about a guy like that, like please understand you are not the only one. And whether mm-hmm. that means, you know, just gives you validation uh, or some people will get support. I can't recommend for everyone like getting involved with other people who have been harmed by the same person. But I know for some people, uh, they, they will find comfort with each other or, or even not the same guy, but just this, a mm-hmm. similar experience. Like this I love community, the community yeah. 100%. Yeah. I think it's amazing. So this is what we're trying to do here too. So we're, yeah. we're telling stories. <laughs> we're talking about stuff. Okay. Thank you so much, Chesco, for being here. This was a whole debacle. <laughs> this is a whole thing. <laughs> Saga. Yeah. Always happy to be here. <laughs> so happy to talk <laughs> about this. Um, yeah. But uh, if you haven't, I, I'm pretty sure if you're listening to me, you listen to him, but 
if for some reason you don't, uh, please check out the speech prof. Uh, will you go through all your different handles? You have like so sure, many different just, ones. If you Google the speech prof, I'll <laughs> pop up. Uh, I'll, somewhere, somewhere I post content will pop up uh, on there. And also my, my newer one that's a little harder to find is my new podcast that's out called Bad Advice Wednesdays, of which Reagan was one of my very first guests uh, on there. And so uh, you can find that on YouTube. You can find it on all the pod catchers uh they exist. <laughs> just look for bad advice wednesdays and you'll I'll, I'll pop up on there just the worst advice you could ever have on that <laughs> yeah that one is the, very different from uh from i mean there's we did talk about some real things on yeah. there too we just accidentally end up giving good advice but um <laughs> the the second the second half though if you want to hear reagan and myself saying things that um could eventually get us our channels taken down from the internet <laughs> uh <laughs> Hopefully it won't come back to haunt us. Hopefully at a later not. Day. Hopefully not. Um, then, uh, then, then it's a very, it's very fun. Oh Lord. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> thank you everyone who listened. Um, if you have a story and you want to share it, please, please, please send it to the F the nice guy podcast at gmail.com. We also have a Patreon for this podcast. So, uh, if you go to our TikTok, uh, you will find the F the nice guy podcast patreon um if you want to support us that would be awesome and as always my friends at the nice guy